Uh, Brad, we're distracted with Bitcoin this morning, but the other big headline this week was AT&T spinoff. So how does that change the way you're thinking about streaming in a time where some of these big winners have started to slow their roll as far as their stock prices go? Yeah, Oliver, great, great question. I think it's really one of the most important on investors' minds. What What's really next here uh, on the streaming side? I think you you look at the large players and, and Netflix, for example, is really needs to do more with their content. So I think there's a little bit of concern and maybe there'll be some more churn with Netflix. Uh, Disney, I don't really see this having any major impact. I do like this combined offering. I do think it offers now a more family type streaming product. Uh, before, I think we looked at Warner Media Group. It was really considered a more of a teen plus adult type offering. When you offer a discovery with it, you have more of a family offering. I think it'll do well. It'll be interesting to see how they price and what content they create. So, Brad, thinking about uh, the reaction, we saw AT&T go up, then go down. Discovery, same thing. Is the market not impressed by this? Are they saying that these companies still have other issues? I mean, uh, the reaction there is a giant head fake. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, there's been a lot of uh, press that there's going to be a deal uh, with Discovery. So th this is not new news. I think this has been really speculated for some time. I mean, content by itself is one of the best themes really over the last decade, and it's been one of our favorite over the last decade in terms of ways to play technology. Because you know, when you have content, you're consuming it on the proliferation of so many mobile devices, they're the winner. And Discovery, if you look at into the beginning of the year, you've had a pretty dramatic move in that stock. Uh, so I, I think there's been an expectation. If I look at AT&T to your question, Oliver, I mean, it's, it's, it's very interesting, right? They spent a lot of money on the acquisition. They spent a lot of time and energy trying to fight this with the government. And now they're divesting and spinning this off. Uh, I think it's the right move. They're going to focus on core business. I mean, to your point, there, there certainly was a head fake. Uh, but, you know, I, I think it's the right move for the company. I think they were getting a little bit outside their box. Um, and I do like this combined company again. It was, but again, it, it comes down to content and getting stuff that consumers will, you know, at the end of the day consume. Uh, Brad, are we going to see prices shift in a post-COVID world where uh, the kind of land grab that's been happening, if that's going to get more fierce, uh, is there, and if there's more kind of consolidation, if you want to call it that, we've had basically disaggregation now for a long time. There's tons of these different streamers, but with some of these businesses now coming under the same hood, could prices start to go up? Yeah, I think that's probably one of the more important questions, uh, to be honest. I, I, but I, I ultimately think they, they will. I, I mean, there's a lot of room for prices to move up from a consumer perspective where it really doesn't make a difference. So if something's going from $12 to 13 or even 13 to 15 is that $2 difference making a consumer no longer want to buy that service? Probably not. But on a percentage basis, that's a pretty dramatic increase in price. So I, I think there is room for price inflation on the streaming side. I guess, again, it comes down to what the offering will include. And, you know, it's, it's, it remains to be seen. I mean, it, and the content acquisition side, to your point, even companies like digital music companies like Spotify, where they're acquiring all kinds of content from podcasters, Joe Rogan, et cetera. I mean, it's a land grab to get content that consumers will want. And I think that will not stop. And you'll see probably more individuals or independent type content creators being acquired by these large companies. Brad, uh, thinking about the Amazon story too and uh, picking up uh, MGM content, how does that fit into this? And uh, is this looking like a high uh, probability event? 
Yeah, another great question, Oliver. I, I think it was Vanity Fair. Vanity made a comment back in December of 2020 uh, that MGM was for sale. I think they were one of the first comp uh, first ones to break that. Uh, it's not a surprise. I mean, it, it's been widely reported that Apple, among other large companies, have looked at those assets. I, I think it makes sense for Amazon. I mean, Amazon is truly trying to be this one-stop shop. Um, they do have a good video prime offering currently. I think adding content only helps the company uh, keep its services sticky. But most people who have Prime and who aren't paying for that service, they have other streaming uh, services as well. So I, I think it's important. It, it's a good. It would be a good acquisition for Amazon. Is it a must? It's not a must, but it's a nice to have. Okay. Uh, Brad, uh, the uh, last thing here, I guess, is as far as stock prices go, any thoughts on how positive this will be for them? We've seen Netflix roll over after earnings that were extraordinary. Yeah, the numbers were good, but there was concerns with some of the subscriber numbers. So sure. I, I have a little bit of an issue with Netflix on a longer term basis, and it's really based on content. They have to spend a tremendous amount of money. Uh, now, they do have a lot of room for price increases on a global, on you know the rest of the world outside the U.S., um, but the, the churn is big, and if, when you see cord cutting, there's been a lot of people that subscribed to some of these services through a Comcast, and when they cut that, um, you saw those, uh, you know, the, those Netflix original subscriptions end, and I, you're not seeing all of them come back to life. So I guess the question is, will Netflix be enough right now on the content side for consumers to re-add that service, or are there offerings like this combined Warner Media and Discovery or Disney Plus, et cetera, be enough or be more interesting to add? And that will be, remain to be seen.